Hi, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Emily Green, otherwise known as Emily the Medium. This show is a space where I'll share my teachings around life after death, the soul, intuition, developing psychic abilities, and so much more. Together, we will expand our minds beyond what is widely accepted as truth and start to see the mind, body, and soul from a completely different perspective. This is a Soul Fire production. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're having a beautiful day wherever you are in time and space. I have a really special episode for you today. I'm sharing kind of like an exclusive look into private psychic development workshops that I have taught over the months and weeks and years that I have been teaching these workshops. I exclusively teach psychic development workshops within my membership, Emily the Medium, the Collective, and I wanted to share some little clips, a mashup of some clips of some teachings that we go into in the collective. As you all know, something that I am always running in the background and that I'm very passionate about is psychic development. As you probably also all know, I'm really passionate about empowering people into their natural psychic abilities and really just showing them that it's not a matter of if you are or are not psychic, it's just a matter of how are your psychic abilities working for you as an individual. You know, one of my favorite things to say when people say they have a psychic experience and they're all freaked out and they're like, oh my God, this happened to me and what do I do? And I just go, you know, girl, join the club. Like, here we are. We're in the Aquarian age. It's happening to all of us. No need to freak out. So I really am excited about giving people tools to understand their psychic abilities, understand how to work with them, regulate them, deepen them, expand them further. But really, it's mostly just about understanding because we're not educated on how to understand how our psychic abilities work. That is just not something that is in the curriculum. I hope one day to perhaps create something like this, and I would love to see it in integrated into mainstream society. But you know, those are my big dreams and I will make them happen someday. But for now, I am teaching private workshops exclusively within my membership. And I wanted to share some little bits and pieces of this for all of you today. So I hope you enjoy. As always, Emily the Medium, the collective is open for enrollment. As always, join anytime, cancel anytime. We have such a beautiful little family group in there. I love my membership with all of my heart and I would love so much to have you a part of it. I bring in guest teachers as well as I've talked about. Just last week, we had someone talking about menstrual cycle, harmonization, connecting your menstrual cycle with your life, basically, and bringing more awareness to how you can be more aware of your body's natural cycles. It was really an incredible workshop taught by a beautiful new friend of mine named Betty. So I'm constantly trying to be two steps ahead and bring in innovative content, guest teachers, teaching cutting-edge workshops, psychic development workshops, and everything else that I do within my memberships. So link is in the show notes if you are ready to join. But for now, please enjoy this episode of a mashup of little bits and pieces of psychic development workshops that I've taught. I hope you enjoy. Remote viewing is essentially using a psychic kind of radar or capacity to be able to view into 
any place or any location in the world, past, present, and future as well, because time is not truly linear. So we can actually go back in time. We can remote view forward in time. We can view in the present time and things like this. So the remote viewing is really fun. And, and this is why I'm excited about this today, because technically, if you wanted to, and you had the intention to, you would be able to remote view into the pyramids in Egypt. You could go to the Great Wall of China. You could go to Machu Picchu if you wanted to. And it's been really fun, especially for me, you know, in this kind of lockdown situation, because I'm like, oh, okay, I can't travel. Well, no problem. I'll just kind of go wherever I want to go because, <laughs> you know, this is how we, this is how we have to do it. We have to get a little creative. A lot of people get tripped up over like remote viewing because they think, oh, it's just strictly visual. Like I have to, it's a visual thing. And so if they're, if they don't, if they have trouble with visualization or if they don't kind of feel like clairvoyance is one of their primary sort of psychic senses, then they're like, oh, this is not going to work for me. But no, that's not true. Like you can really use your other psychic senses to feel into the energy of a space and kind of get information from there. Or, you know, the information just kind of drops in. You don't see it, but the information just sort of drops in about where you are. And then maybe the visual comes after that, but you don't have to be just a strictly kind of visual psychic sense to have this happen. Tell a little story. I was visiting with my parents and they wanted to try some exercises and so that was fun. Anyway, so my dad was doing it and he's always like, you know, telling everybody he knows, like, I'm very intuitive. Like, he's like, he's like, he's like brags about it. So I was like, okay, dad, like, let's look at what you got. Let me see what you got. So I gave him a photo and he was reading the energy of the photo. And the person behind the photo was a very famous poet in Europe. And he had all kinds of amazing work and he was a creator. And so he was looking at the photo and he's like, oh, he's a, he's in theater. He's music. He played music in a theater. And I said, okay, well, how did you get there? Like, where did, where did, well, he was, I don't know, I was feeling like creative energy, I was feeling art, I was, I was feeling the energy of creation. So I was like, well, why did you jump right to theater and music, right? Well, how did you get there? He was like, well, that was just the first thing I thought of. Perfect. So basically he felt an energy, a big energy of creation, let's say, an artist. And he packaged that energy into, oh, he's a musician, he's in the theater, right? So he wasn't wrong, it's the energy of creation, it's the energy of being an artist, but I said, you want to try to just describe what you're sensing instead of filtering it through a reference and kind of spitting out that first reference that you get. So I just you describe what you're sensing. Go back, try that again. Describe what you're sensing, like full teach, teaching him mode. And he's like, okay, okay. So, and so then he's like, okay, well, when I was feeling it, it felt before when I've been inspired and I like needed to create something because I was inspired. I was like, there you go. So it's the energy of creation. It's the energy of inspiration. It's the energy of creative inspiration, right? So you get the picture. It's essentially try and keep it open. If there are specific details that you're getting, don't censor them, don't filter them, but try to keep it open and understand that there may be multiple different meanings to what you're getting as well. Also keeping in mind, when you look at a photo, and this is why I really do encourage with these photos. If you can take a glimpse and then close your eyes for the rest of the time, that's 
awesome because especially with photos, we instantly start to form a judgment about somebody like, oh, she looks happy. She looks sad. She looks mean, but try and stay neutral, right? This is unconscious. It's subtle. We don't realize that we're forming a judgment about somebody's appearance, the way they're smiling, their facial expression, their body language, right? So if you can glimpse at the image, close your eyes, if you need to come back to re-anchor yourself back to the person, that's fine. Close your eyes again, kind of thing, just so we can try and stay neutral with the information in the photo. Okay. And then the last thing is some people are going to receive concrete information. Some people are really good at getting information about the person's character, their essence, their personality, their energy. What were they like? How did they show up in the world, right? So, or events that they were involved in. So everybody's different. That's the beautiful thing. That's why we're all here. You know, you're all different in how, what you're going to be able to hyper-focus on. And it might be different from exercise to exercise. With one person, you're getting all these facts like, oh, they were this, they were that, all this concrete information. And with others, you're like, I can't pick up anything about this person other than they feel like a really kind, beautiful, loving person, right? And that's perfect. That's just what's available for you in every exercise. So don't worry if you find it harder to get facts. And especially if other people are sharing facts, you know, you just focus on what you're getting, what you're attuning to in any moment. This is just kind of an example process of how you might guide yourself into these exercises. So I'm going to take you all through a little kind of mini meditation before we start, but you know, first, okay, we relax, close your eyes, you become present to get really neutral, clearing out anything in the mind that is there for you, putting anything aside that needs to be put aside for the moment. Like I said, have a glance at the photo. Again, you can keep your eyes open or closed after that. The eyes closed allows you to remain more neutral. So that's up to you. And then just see what happens. Don't filter it if you feel like it's random or you're like, what is this? You can't make immediate sense of it. In a way, you're kind of just letting things, you know, typing on the keys or writing with the pen and not filtering it. And like we said already, not pigeonholing the information. So instead of he was an actor, try his energy feels like it's, you know, creative, it's theatrical, it wants to be on stages and theaters in front of cameras, things like that. You can also ask the person's energy specific questions if that feels good to you, if you're trying to go deeper and get more. So you could say, okay, did you have children? Can you show me? What did you do for work? Were you married? You know, that kind of thing. You can ask questions and ultimately just have fun. You know, this is my core kind of intention for all of you is just have fun, trust yourself and be okay. You know, if you say something and, it, and, it, and it's interpreted differently, that's all right. There's no judgment here. There's just learning as always. Just interrupting this episode to tell you about the healing event that I am co-hosting on Saturday, July 24th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time called New Earth Alchemy. I'm so excited to tell you about this event. I'm doing a lot more group events lately, and I'm doing more collaborations again, more healing work, as I've talked about previously in the podcast, and doing this event with my dear friend Ariel Corey on July 24th underneath the Aquarius full moon felt so right. So we are really holding this event for people who are interested in group energy healing to transmute and work with and alchemize and integrate all of the energies that are coming onto the planet right 
right now. This is especially for people who are noticing themselves experiencing the ascension of planet Earth and this new Earth that we're building and are looking for ways to support their bodies, their minds, their souls, so they can continue to experience new levels of their psychic abilities, their consciousness, and they can really integrate and ground into how they are here to serve this new Earth and how they're here to funnel these new Earth frequencies in and on to this planet. So it's going to be an incredible evening of healing frequencies, of trans-channeling, of channeled messages, and I hope to see you there on Saturday, July 24th, 6 p.m. Eastern. The link is in the show notes. Grab your ticket while you can. Has anybody ever, if you've been talking to someone, let's say you're talking to a friend and you could finish each other's sentences, like you know what the next couple of words are going to be that are going to come out of their mouth. That's actually an experience of telepathy. And essentially what you're doing is receiving before the person has actually verbally spoken the words out, you're receiving that psychically. So it's pretty like there's lots of instances where you're already having some kind of telepathic communication. Or if you just like know what somebody's thinking before they, you know, like, you, you know, when, when a, a thought can be communicated just like through verbal eye contact, you don't have to speak. Like there's not actually words that are required. This especially works if it's like somebody who's close to you and you know each other well, and you can kind of look at them and you know exactly what they're thinking just by looking at them. Well, that may be partially body language. That may be partially what's happening with eye contact, but ultimately there's a bit of telepathy in there too. So we've got lots of different kinds of communication. We can use verbal communication, nonverbal communication, body language, eye contact, written communication, sign language, But then there's this psychic communication that we can use too. And this is really when there's lots of different ways that that subtle communication can look. This is when you're able to communicate without words, to speak without verbal sentences, to hear words without being spoken, pull words, thoughts, sentences, emotions, and feelings kind of out of people's minds. And I don't want that to sound like you're like pulling things out of somebody's mind, but you're just able to kind of have a resonance, a mental sort of resonance from you to the other person. I really am excited about this because communication can be sometimes inefficient, especially if there's a lot of emotions involved. And so I want to use an example just about like how you could potentially use the art of subtle communication in your life, like reading the energy of a room and and knowing kind of where people are at. That's a version of telepathic communication. Let's say you need to talk to, to a friend about something that was bothering your friendship. Let's say this. Okay. And you kind of have a pretty good idea, or you could sub in a partner. You could sub in a boss. Like, oh, this is a really good one with a boss. If you need to talk to a boss about something and you're like nervous and you're like, how's this going to go down and all this kind of stuff. You sub in whatever your kind of iteration of this is. Okay. So the person, whoever the person in question is, is completely oblivious that anything's wrong. You're already nervous and hesitant to have a conversation with them. Okay. So then if you were practicing the art of subtle communication, maybe you decided, all right, tomorrow I'm going to have that talk. I'm going to have that conversation with them. And so what you can do is you can actually project through your third eye. We're going to do a little practice with this in a second. You can actually project the concept or the thought or the, or the kind of topic of communication into their third eye, into their energy field, into their, you know, aura, whatever you want to call it. And that that's almost going to give them kind of like an imprint, a psychic imprint of what you're going to say, what needs to be said, what needs to be addressed and so on. So let's say you're projecting the thought I'm having a really hard time with boundaries and I'm going to be, you know, you can get as detailed or as not detailed as you want. But then the next day you might find it, just play with it. I mean, it doesn't hurt. Like just try it and see what happens. 
especially if you have a situation that this could apply to. And then the next day you have the conversation and it goes so much better than you could even have expected. And this is especially good if you can kind of compare it to a last or a previous experience where the communication maybe didn't go as well. And then you try kind of telepathically imprinting the thought or the concept, and then it went better than you could have expected. So it's a fun way to play with it. And again, you can use it in a lot of different situations to kind of give the person the psychic imprint of the topic and then they won't be caught off guard maybe they'll be a little bit more receptive you know you could say project a thought into your boss's third eye that you want to raise you know and then they're like hey i i was thinking about giving you a raise the thing is you know you want to use integrity of course and you know you're not like imprinting crappy stuff into people's third eyes that it's kind of things that are in integrity so i'm gonna do a little practice exercise of kind of starting to what it feels like to hold a vibration at the third eye. Okay. So get relaxed You can kind of sit, relax in your chair and, and just start by kind of releasing the body a little bit. So, you know, whatever you got to do, roll your shoulders, open and close your jaw, roll your neck a little bit, and just start bringing attention to your breath, please. Breath is really what helps us move physical energy, emotional energy, Psychic energy it just creates a nice flow in the system, a nice kind of receptive foundation. So bring your breath into a nice natural rhythm, feeling your heart rate slow down, hopefully, feeling your mind start to clear. And just coming into what I call it's really like the neutral point where you can put any thoughts, worries, to-do lists, things that you know you have to do later or tomorrow or next Tuesday, and start to just release these from your mind body system now good and just starting to bring some attention and you can even if you need help kind of doing this bring some attention to your sort of third eye this area right in between the eyebrows here and if you want you can kind of bring your hands up and you can just touch sort of this area in between the the eyebrows just to bring some attention to it okay and also just as a note and a reference what we're going to be practicing with today is a lot of visuals and a lot of visualization kind of in the the mind's eye if that's difficult for you no problem you kind of just let that like let's say you have a hard time holding a visual in your mind for a long period of time you try it but also you can do that in other ways you can think of the the word of the visual that you're trying to hold in your mind you can feel it you can hear it there's lots of different ways to do that okay now i'm going to get you to kind of just practice like rolling your eyes up and in to look at the third eye and do your best if that's hurts or that's difficult that's okay but just kind of roll the eyes up to look almost like you're looking up in between your eyebrows and you might feel a little bit of pressure or a pull this is good this is your activating that pineal gland which is sort of the physiological representation of the third eye just doing that for a couple moments and now i want you to pick something an object a word a picture an item it can be anything the simpler the better try not to overthink it the first thing that pops into your mind could be a fruit it could be a book okay so just pick something I'll give you a second and then i want you to focus all of your mental and psychic energy on this thing so if you can visualize it visualize it and try and hold it in your third eye hold this vibration in your third eye as intensely and as 
closely as you can for as long as you can. If your mind starts to wander, you can kind of reel it back in. You can slowly bring it back, but I want you to literally become the energy of whatever this thing is. Feel it in every cell of your body and hold it strongly and closely at the third eye. And if you find your mind wandering away from whatever you've picked, just take a breath and bring yourself back. Good. And once you've kind of held it there strongly and closely, that takes focus. Now I want you to actually picture that whatever it is you've been holding at your third eye, that it's actually going to start to kind of bubble out of your third eye, almost like it's coming out the front of your forehead, however you get there. But just start focusing on projecting that image out, 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 out of your forehead. Push it out, push it out, push it out into the space surrounding the front of your face. And you'll feel the energy shift. Even if you can't see it outside of your mind, you'll feel it. Just picture this energy kind of hovering in the space in front of your face. Just practice holding it there, holding it there. Okay, now let the whatever it is come back the way it came, back through into your third eye. And you can release the image. You can let it drop from your consciousness, the thing, whatever it was, the object. Let it drop, let it fall away. Good, now come back, open your eyes, flutter your eyes open, take a second. There's this kind of concept in telepathic communication. There's either sending or there's receiving. So in that exercise, you all were technically sending, right? You were taking something, you were holding it here and you were pushing it out. So that's like sending an email, even though you didn't necessarily send it anywhere to anyone in particular, you were sending, right? Now I'm going to get you to be on the receiving end of telepathic energy. Okay. So now what we're going to do is we're going to switch gears and now I'm going to send you all some stuff. We're going to do an emotion. Okay. So I'm going to actually send the energy of an emotion out. Then I'm going to send a word. Okay. And then I'm going to send an image. And I just want you to feel the difference between what it feels like to hold it and kind of push it out here versus somebody sending some sort of psychic information to you. What does it feel like for you? What are you getting? Are you seeing something? Are you feeling something? Are you having a knowing of something? Are you hearing something? Right? So there's going to be probably a lot a variance and how everybody is receiving whatever it is that I'm sending. Okay. So the key is just to, when I tell you that I've started projecting the piece of information, your only job is just to pay attention. What changes in your mind, what changes in your body, what kind of thought comes into your field that seems random. You don't know where it came from, but it's related to the fact that I'm sending out an energy. So we're going to start with the emotion. So usually not always, but usually emotions are probably going to hit more of the, the, the physical body than the mind. Okay. So you can kind of be perceptive here, but also just watch how your body responds when I start sending the emotion. Okay. So let's get relaxed again here. So shake out the body, release the body again, take a couple deep breaths. And even more important to come to neutral in yourself and your mind with this exercise because when you're neutral you'll really be able to experience the exact moment that something different than neutral is coming into your energy is coming into your awareness okay so try and get as neutral as you can All right, I'm going to start on my end. I'm going to start first conjuring up the energy of the emotion in myself first. And once I have it, 
I'm going to start to focus on sending it out to the group. So I will tell you in just a moment when I'm going to start to kind of send or transmit this emotion or this energy. Okay. So just stay neutral. All right. I'm going to start sending the energy of this emotion now. Okay, I'm going to start pulling my energy back from the group now. So you can come back into your own energy nice and slowly and just take notes. So what did you feel? What did you hear? Was it very subtle? Was it very intense? Did you feel nothing at all? That also counts. Let's debrief. There's a lot of different, I guess, sort of offshoots of the energy of this emotion, but the emotion was joy. It was pure joy. And what I did was I conjured up feelings and memories and times when I have been super, super, super joyful. So that's kind of what I used as my fuel to kind of like get me there. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bits and Pieces of Psychic Development Workshops that I have taught. I hope you learned something. I hope you enjoy. Please send me a message with what hit home with you most or what intrigued you the most or what interested you the most from this episode. And until then, I hope you have a beautiful day. 